this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another edition of the Survivor After Show here on AfterBuzz. Uh, my name is Nando Velasquez. You can find me on Twitter at Nando Bell, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And today, uh, we have no James and no Keaton again, but Jeff has joined us I'm again. Still here. Yes. What's Introduce yourself for us, What's Jeff. Up, guys? I'm Jeff. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jeff underscore Thurm. Happy to be back. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming back. And this is a big episode. Big I'm so episode. glad. I'm so glad there's somebody here to talk to me about it. Um, because this is the merge episode. And we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. So this is fabulous. And uh, just so you guys know, we are streaming live right now. We just tweeted out that uh, we're streaming live on AfterBuzz TV and on YouTube. And you can uh, also join in the conversation by tweeting at us at hashtag ABTV Survivor. If you are not watching this live right now, tune in next week live and tweeted us who want to hear your comments and yeah, chat with you. Yeah, so on Thursdays, we usually record this on Thursdays, 7 p.m. Pacific. Yep. <laughs> but considering we haven't had a full panel here since the first episode, <laughs> sometimes we have to change it around. We'll see what we can do. But we are committed to creating a consistent podcast for you this week, this season with the, with our with our new hosts, yeah. <laughs> with me and the new people. Yeah, so right. best we can do. Anyway, uh, and a lot of people already, uh, just just FYI, a lot of people already online uh, on YouTube. Shout out right, really quick to Sheena123, uh, Latarsha Taylor, Bay Cameron, uh, Eric Douglas, Mr. Big Mo 32, Miguel Rodriguez, and Saul Perez, Claudia Sienko. Thank you so much for uh, checking in. Let's get started on yeah. this. Okay, so big episode. I mean, look. 
The merge episode is always such an awesome episode yeah. because it resets the playing field. Right. Everyone becomes even again. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that you thought was going to happen. I mean, Tyler said it perfectly himself. He thought he was on the bottom, and then it just, it's everything's re- it's a refresh button. Everything gets shuffled yeah. all together. You think you know someone who's on the outs in one tribe ends up maybe being a swing vote or ends up being on the top. So yeah, anything can happen. It's crazy. So uh, the crazy part to me too is when people are like, "Oh, I was so excited to meet them." Like you forget that some people haven't even met each other yet. Some people haven't spoken to right. each other yet. They're it's just so, looking far away. Yeah, it's so crazy. It is. It is a little bit crazy, and uh, I, I think. Um, from what I can uh, ascertain, yeah, I think like uh, we haven't really seen you know Red Tribe, uh, the No Callers, and the Blue Callers because right. they've only really had one switch yeah, from exactly. that from that little switcheroo. Uh-huh. They had Kelly and Joe change teams. Otherwise, they've all pretty much stayed yeah. the same. So there are people who have not really socialized or, or met with each other uh, from both those tribes. But anyway, um, before we talk uh, about the post, uh, about the merge, let's talk about what happened post-tribal, because I thought that was kind of interesting, because, you know, we uh, we saw a blindside last week. Yeah, Joaquin huge. was out, and uh, pretty much all the Blues got rid of, they were in charge of getting rid of Joaquin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe would have been on the outs, most likely, if everyone was on the same page, but, you know, they didn't like the bromance yep. <laughs> between Hawk and uh, the power couple. The power couple between uh, Yankees, Red Sox. <laughs> Yankees, Red Sox, combining forces. Uh, I don't know what kind of accent that was. It was, a mix, it was a mix of Boston and New York. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so, we come back and Tyler's shocked. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. he put a lot of his uh, of faith in uh, the blue collars mm-hmm. uh, to get rid of Joe, and uh, and Rodney's pissed. Yeah, Rodney <laughs> wasn't as pissed as I expected, though. I think he was hiding it pretty well, but because I, I was expecting like ballistic, yeah, like stuff to be thrown everywhere. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Where, like, things broken, mm-hmm. like, words said, and... I, he was not as much of a, a bomb exploding as I had expected. I will say, I will say that Rodney did show a lot of restraint, considering... His blow-ups yeah. at Mike, yeah. his blow-ups with Lindsay, uh, he showed a lot more restraint. Yeah. I think, I think it maybe came a little bit more from, I have no one I can bitch to. I have no one <laughs> I can trust on this team right now. I think that's where it came from, actually. But I loved, uh, you know, Mike's pulling him aside. And I mean, Mike's not a, a brain surgeon either, but I love, I love Mike's attempt to, uh, try and convince him, you know, whatever, try to use whatever strategy can to mm-hmm. kind of convince Rodney that Joaquin was too powerful. He was afraid that if they, uh, told Rodney they were going to go for Joaquin, that Joaquin would have pulled some different votes. Right. Rodney was insulted. It's just it's such an interesting conversation because neither of them like each other, neither of them want to work with each other. Mm-hmm. Both of them have to pretend and then that like it's both it's just so fake on both sides. Yeah. But they have to go along with it. Um, <laughs> especially when when Mike even calls him out. He was like, yo, like you're you were getting into this power couple and Rodney's like, yo bro, you think I would fall for that bromance? <laughs> like I wouldn't do that. Like I'm, I was I, giving you my dinero. I was uh, that's my favorite line. I'm 
acting. I'm putting them on my De Niro right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that line. I love. Uh, I'm. I'm. You know. I feel disrespected. Yeah. You know. Right. I can't believe you said you thought that of me. Um, and then we hear in a confessional anyway. He's like the people who did me wrong are going to pay in the future. Yeah. You know. I think he's trying to. He's trying to emulate a little Boston Rob there. Yeah. Um, there. It's just. It's such an interesting. The social aspect of the game is just so fascinating. Well, it's just funny because, I mean, as we see when we go into the merge, uh, Blues have the most people so far. Mm-hmm. They have five. And yet, you know, they seem to be the most, they seem to be the most fractured because they just have all these strong personalities. Although, as, as we'll see later on, it seems like every, every team seems to have a little bit of a fracture at this point. Yeah. And, and, and there's, some of them are just more subtle than you, you realize. Uh, let's talk about the merge. So, uh, you know, fun little time, no probes. They all walk mm-hmm. together and they find out. I, first of all, I love the buffs. I, I just got to say, I know it's a small note, yeah. but I, I freaking love those buffs. I don't know what it is. It's like <laughs> mostly black with purple. Um, I don't know. It is, look, I don't know. I don't know. I want one of those. We'll get you one. Um, <laughs> CBS, send me a buff. Um, yeah, and, and, and I was thinking about it on the drive here, actually, which is weird. It would have been, maybe it would have been cooler if it was, cause it was like purple, uh, where they had the logo, and it was like purple stripes, and then the rest of it was black. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I, I like that. But I, it would have been cooler if it was purple with white, because purple really is blue and red mixed together. Uh, yeah. And then it would have been cool to have, uh, uh, white as the other predominant well, color. Well, I didn't get why they didn't have white, what, white for white color to begin with. Like, why was it yellow? Probably because white gets dirty faster. That would yeah. be the only thing I could think right. of. It bothered me. It bothered you yeah. that? No. You have red and blue and you don't have white. Yeah, got to go with yellow. You got to go with yellow. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I agree with you. But I think the only thing I could think of is production-wise, I guess maybe it didn't show well on camera or it got dirty it really fast. It became brown. Yeah. Yeah. So that Whatever. would be the only thing I could think of. Um, but my favorite part when they're walking up to... Um, they're walking up and they don't see Jeff, mm-hmm. but Dan sees and he yells out. He goes, Ooh. "A huge grade of food!" <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited about that huge grade of food. I have it in like all caps. Yeah, he was so happy His, about uh, that like huge a huge grade, of food. like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, and uh, I guess no alcohol, right? Because no, uh, there was there was wine and there was th- rum. There was wine and yeah. rum. But I, I love how uh, and I've I've seen this mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I think on EW that uh-huh. the castaways are, are are pretty. You know, they're they're pretty smart. The contest- Things are pretty been, smart. Like one of the questions was like, "Why haven't we seen anyone get wasted this season?" Yeah, and I think it's a fair. I, I mean, considering how, forgive me, but considering how how dumb some of these people sometimes play their game, I'm surprised that no one has had uh, a drunken moment. I would just. I cannot imagine being hungover on that island. Like, <laughs> that's what would stop me from drinking just the next morning. Yeah. Like, I don't have in and out to make me feel better. <laughs> I can't just lay and watch my, like, I'm on that island. Like, I'm not eating scorpion after a night of drinking. Yeah. I guess that's true. Well, wash, wash down a nice little scorpion for Mike with some alcohol. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Mike doesn't drink for some reason. He's just super religious and everything, but I'm just guessing. But that gigantic tattoo on his back. <laughs> giant tattoo. I know. We see that tattoo everywhere. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty, uh, that's he's a big guy, so you yeah. can't hide that too much. Uh, so, yeah. So anyway, we see the merge. Uh, everyone's, it's, Kelly is super excited. You know, it's interesting to see, um, to see Kelly's reaction in particular because, you know, she's really good at, uh, I, I thought she was really good at concealing her emotions and just uh-huh. playing a nice poker face, especially with Rodney and Lindsay, that whole thing, um, a couple of weeks ago. But she really didn't seem to like her tribe that much in, in the comments once they merged. She was really glad to get back 
with she the blues. She was a hard one to read. I didn't really know where she stood a lot of the time. But she kind of... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but it seemed weird, Remember and it the, also seemed weird to see, you know, when Haley and Jen were talking a little later, they're like, yeah, well, you know, Kelly's gone, but we always knew she'd leave. So mm-hmm. it was like she didn't really... It, whatever she was doing, she didn't really play, I don't think, that well when she was over at Nagarote. Yeah, because actually there was a point Kelly was like, I was like, I have to keep um, Jen and Haley convinced that I'm still on their side. And then Jen and Haley were like, she was so obvious about leaving us. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really so I, I thought that was weird. That and, uh, and you know, and Carolyn seems to be with her, but we'll talk more about that. Uh, so they have this beautiful feast, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're going back to Escameca, which... Uh, we didn't see it, you know, for, for yet, you know, played out. But uh, Escameca is the only camp that has not had an immunity idol um, uncovered. The hidden immunity idol oh. is the only idol still over in Escameca uh, because the only two people yeah. who have idols are Carolyn over from when she was over in White Collar Tribe, which was Messiah. And Jen over at Nagarote's camp. Oh. So, but we didn't see that in play. But I thought that was. I wonder if that was done on purpose. So they totally. like, oh, we don't. Well, let's just put him in Escameca, so we don't have to worry about trying to hide another idol right now. Interesting. Yeah. So I noticed that one right away. Um, so they go back to Escameca, and then the other interesting thing is everyone's happy to go back to Escameca. After all, you know, uh, the Blues when they were in Escameca, they won a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were just assuming they were going back to everything. Excited to show things off uh, in an, um, <laughs> to, to oh, show the tour, the Grand Tour. <laughs> um, in one of the interviews, um, God, what's her name? Uh, Sierra was saying she was really excited to show everyone the the weaved. Um, ceiling that she made. She's oh, yeah. like, I weaved this ceiling and I was really excited to show everybody, but then it wasn't there. It's like, oh. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> it's really sad. Hours of work. I know. Well, yeah, they, they have to start over again. I know. Uh, I think he's a brilliant. I, I think it's a brilliant move, but I also think it could have messed with gameplay a little bit. I kind of. I'm kind of. Why do you think so? I have a lot of feelings about it. Okay. That I'm not sure. I, I feel both sides. I think it's a really good idea for them to have to rebuild because it forces them to all like start from scratch and they all have to like who's going to be the alpha male that puts everything together, who's the guy that puts the fire together. But it also could have led to a lot of drama with Blue being like, this is us, like having their huge ego and everyone walking into their territory. Yeah. So it kind of forced their egos to go down and be like, oh, we have to rebuild this together, as opposed to like someone who could be like, that's my sleeping spot. Like, that's my pot. That's I agree. My this. I like that. Yeah, because, yeah, it conceivably, especially the way No Collar and Blue Collar seem to not be jiving, yeah. it's like they go back to Escameca and Blue Collar. It's like, this is my house. Right. This is pretty much my house. You're coming in. You're you're welcome. You're just a guest you're here. Guest, yeah. You're our guest. But now, no, we got to start from scratch and we got to work together. Yeah. Uh, it's not just the blues. They got to put the stuff together. You know, white collars and no collars got to get in there too. Because blue easily could have been like, um, all right, you guys go fetch the wood because this is our camp. So go get us fire or something. They could have totally played that this is our home, but they didn't. And they they had to work together, which was is interesting and um, also good because if it allows people to have their private conversations, you know, people back together again. Um, yeah. No, so. I totally agree. I mean, it gives lots of opportunities for people to say, hey, I'm going to go get some wood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do this. And, and people, you know, I think it does give a lot of options. Keep certain some people busy while other people are. Even if if the blue collars were smart enough, because none of them, it didn't seem like none of them ever looked for the idol. 
if they were yeah. smart enough to think that there was always an idol in Escameca, since, let's face it, four out of the five of them have always been at that camp. Yeah. Four out of the five of them have always been at that camp, and it, we haven't seen anyone look for it, so at least they could possibly try and look for it. But mm-hmm. I think they're, I think they are a little more overconfident than the other tribes. So yeah. I, I think, if anything, they've kind of, at least for now, have, uh, as of this episode, forgotten about the the immunity idol. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, so, and I loved, <laughs> I loved that um, Nagarote was asking about why did Hawk get uh, kicked out. And uh, they were just, you know, Mike was giving little excuses, and Rodney's seething underneath while while Mike's just while the other people are just talking about about Guac leaving. Guac. Um, I like. I just want to come Guac yeah. uh, instead of Hawk. Guac. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I also love Joe getting reunited back with Haley and Jen. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, we almost saw him as a goner last week, but. Uh, <sighs> I love. <laughs> I know because I, I, I. Yeah. He, well, he's the biggest threat in the game, yeah. and I think it's unfortunately obvious uh, for him. It's unfortunately obvious that that everyone else seems to think that way. But I love Haley and, and Jen when they're saying, "Is Rodney smart?" Yeah, and I love Joe's that conversation. like, "Yeah, I love the conversation. I love that." Um, and uh, well, let's talk about Rodney and Will because we do see a little, a little. You know, Rodney seems to go. I, I was surprised that Rodney went to Will out of everybody, but I guess it makes sense. Uh, I, I just thought Rodney, based on his strategy in the beginning of the season, when he thought he could like talk to the women, mm-hmm. uh, that he would that he would go for the big uh, one of the big guys instead. Um, but he's trying to pull Will in. Will's trying to be. He's trying to get Will to be his new uh, his yeah. new block. <laughs> yeah, I don't. What do you think? Maybe, uh, like maybe he was like, all right, clearly going after like the powerful players is a bad idea. I got to go for the weak people and mm. like have the weak people think that I'll support them and get their numbers behind me or or something. But I don't know. Will? Uh, I mean, it seems like an unlikely alliance, don't you think? Between yes. Rodney and Will? Yeah, they don't seem to. But the rest of the alliance that Rodney wanted was the most random alliance possible. He wanted to get Kelly, Will, and Carolyn. Or Caroline, on, he liked. He liked to call her Caroline. All on his side, which yeah. is so not thought out on his part mm-hmm. because of the amount of people that, like, all. They're all from different tribes. So it's so dumb of him to, like, try to. I don't know. I think it was a really, really poor decision um, to talk so strongly against Sierra, Dan, and Mike. With these three strangers, yeah. um, he doesn't know where anyone's true alliance is. He doesn't know who anyone is actually attached to, and he's just like openly talking. He's just flapping in big the big w- game. Yeah, he's flapping in the wind, yeah. and uh, yeah, and, and how we have to do it for Walk. If you love Walk, we got to do this. Well, I, I find it funny that um, he obviously feels betrayed by the Blues. So that's why none of the blues, at least from Escameca, from, uh, right. are in this final four. He assumes he can pull Kelly. Like, he has more pull over Kelly than, and he doesn't know about the Mike alliance, right. but still, even regardless, he has more pull over Kelly over, over Mike, Dan, and Sierra. Right. Which I think is kind of a bit of a, a stretch for mm-hmm. him. I don't know, I don't know what his connection is with Kelly. And for him to, and for Carolyn, I mean. And Carolyn too. I, well, maybe because she's, I don't know, unless again, again, he thinks he can pull, uh, the women, you know, be, yeah. with his, uh, with his story. She, she does have a tattoo. She does have a little yeah, tattoo. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and he said to Lindsay, he likes girls with tattoos because they have stories and he could talk to them. Yeah, oh, so yeah. he could show, That's show off, point. show off his good tattoo point. with his sister and everything. Yeah. So, okay, so we have that. We know uh, Carolyn and Tyler are reunited, yeah. and they're like, we have to keep away. 
So um, smart. Which is smart, because especially after what happened with, with uh, Rodney Joaquin, you know. Um, and uh, Max and Shireen. And Max and Shireen, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tyler in particular, because of what happened last week, is like, we can't we look like. We cannot be seen together. We can't be seen together. So, and that's the Brilliant. smart play. Very, very, very. And that's nice. actually, you know, that's actually a super fan type yeah. strategy, I would think. You need to know that. Yeah. As a super fan, that if anyone who looks like a power couple can immediately get split up. Uh, on the other hand, Kelly and Mike, like you said, just started hanging out like from the moment, like peas and carrots. Yeah. You know, they 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 just mixed together. And when we saw the next shot of uh, Haley and Jen talking about, you know, Kelly running over to Mike right away, and of mm-hmm. course, you know, there goes that. There, there goes there goes everything that you just tried to set up. Or absolutely. Fake. So we see that. So we see little little pockets forming out of this. Uh, but let's talk about. I love this. Let's talk about the name. Yes. Um, because I think I. I what do you what do you well, you know what what do you guys think uh listening in live on the on the chat show what do you think about the tribe name America it's uh cuz i'm really i really want to know in general i mean we heard two sides of it we heard really two weird sides of it i was really surprised that haley loved it so much i i'm a fan okay. i i like it mm-hmm. um because of this season's theme of survivor okay um I mean, it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, I know Shireen, Shireen is like pissed that it's not America and she can't understand how you could drop the A and, and you know, part of me is like, it maybe should have been like Murica, like M-U-R-I-C-A, just to like, Murica. if we're gonna drop the A at least, I don't know. Uh-huh. But, I thought it was really cool that he was like, it's red, white, and blue coming together. Like, it's, it's, Amer- it's America. It's, it's red collar, pot. white collar, and, and, uh, well, red collar. It's blue collar, white collar, and, and no collar, which right. is a red, you know, it's red, red in this right? It's red, white, and blue coming together. Yeah. That is America. So part of me was like, kind of into it. And then Joe, who I have a, a annoyingly strange addiction to, <laughs> makes a really sick flag with all the handprints and red, white, and blue, and it's dripping, and the flag is cool, so, I was in. Haley's into it. Uh, you know, Haley was really into it. Like for a no caller, she's like, "I love the Constitution. It's like she's a religion not to me." No caller. She's a law student. I don't know why she's on the no caller tribe. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a law student. She's going to be a, a, a public defender. A law student. A law student. <laughs> she's going to be a public defender, and, and she uh, loves America. And so. she, she loves America. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like the name. Shireen was pissed. I, I, I for, you know, I like the name for the exact same reasons you do. But I guess I always, um, you know, I, I guess I always am really fascinated to see what kind of names they come up with. Like if it has anything to do with the island or, yeah. or the mixing. And I guess it's a, it's just a, I don't know, it's just a weird name. And the way Shireen said it was so hilarious. Yeah. You know, like it's, a, it's a redneck thing. You know, yeah, it's a yeah, redneck, yeah. and because it, it's coming from Mike, I guess it was a dig on Mike. So uh, let's see. I just want to see what some of the people say here. Um, Saul Perez loves it. They didn't call it Murica. Um, let's see. Mr. Big Mo 32, not the best, but I guess it goes with the theme this season. Yeah, I think ultimately I think that's the best way to put yeah. it. It's not the best name. Not that we ever – I don't think we've ever really – I don't know if you guys ever spend that much, this much time talking about a merge name, other than when uh, when Malcolm uh, got everybody to do uh, was it his mom's name backwards? I can't remember the name of that oh, one that season. That was the that was a, that was a good one actually. But uh, yeah, it's not really worth commenting more than the fact that 
It's just pretty funny. And the flag, yeah. like you said, the flag was pretty funny. The flag was too. Cool. <laughs> they they got into it. Those yeah. that those who were into it got into it. Yeah. Uh okay, cool. So let's move on. Let's talk about this immunity challenge. Yeah. Cause it's a classic. We've seen this many times before, as this Jeff said. Seventh time. Seventh time. Three times won by a according to Jeff, three times won by a man, three times won by a woman. Um and you know, the big guys going down right away first, dropping right. like flies. Not really. Uh, I, I'm kind of a big guy, so I know I wouldn't last a moment in that one. I think uh, Dan and Mike both fell out right away. Dan and Will. Oh, th- sorry, Dan and Will. Dan yeah, and Mike Will stayed a little longer. Yeah, da- Mike stayed a little bit longer. Then Tyler. Then Sierra. Then mm-hmm. Shireen. Then I can't say her name right. Then Kelly. Then <laughs> it was Mike. Yeah. Then Rodney. Rodney was holding on for a while. I'm a little bit surprised that his strength didn't hold up, holding him up a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm um, a little surprised. Actually, you know, Carolyn surprised me, lasting as long Carolyn, as she did. Yeah, Carolyn was Carolyn was pretty damn badass. Yeah, um, was awesome. She held out, and real- then. Jen gets stung by the bee. That was one of my favorite moments in the show. Um, just she got stung like in a pretty sensitive yeah. area, and uh, I mean she's a trooper. Holy, such crap. a trooper! I mean, yeah, that was a boss move. To she seemed so unaffected by it. Was just like, all right, whatever. Well, she was laughing and crying. She was laughing and crying. Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing and crying. Um, and she was like hanging off by with like she had like one arm out, like checking it out, like. She was like hanging on there with only like like, a one monkey. arm and one leg for a second. Yeah, I was super impressed. That was pretty damn awesome. I would have like the second a bee flew on me, I would have just like jumped off and like get off. You and me both, brother. <laughs> you and me both. I this I don't is not the show for me. I I would have <laughs> I would have fallen off like if a bee stung me like that. If a bee even like got close to me, I would have just. Jumped. She's. I mean, no, but she is. She's pretty badass. I mean, look, we yeah. saw her even earlier. We didn't talk about this, but we saw her earlier um, when Dan got stung by the uh, jellyfish. Oh yeah, you know, just tell. Them how to handle it, you know. So, you know, I love uh, that scene. Just to go back for a second to that scene, it was so funny. Just having Dan go, oh, I peed on it already. Said, no, put hot water yeah. on it, and and then, and then he's walking away. <laughs> and Shireen's like, oh, do you need me to pee on it? <laughs> I, 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 did we even see Shireen in that shot? I was wondering I if she was know. bottomless. I, I, I was wondering if she was bottomless in that scene when she's like, you want me to pee on it? I'm already, I already got my top, my bottom down. So it was just interesting. It, really quick, not to go too much into that. Yeah, scene, yeah. But it was really interesting to see how against listening to Jen he was. She's like, I'm a lifeguard. He's like, No, I got it. She's like, I'm a lifeguard. You know what I'm doing? Put it in hot water. He was like, so against it. For does a that bit. does that really surprise you about Dan though? The no. way he's treated, you know, women uh, in no. the Eskimeka tribe. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So and also the fact that you know uh, it's it's seems to be as we see red versus blue at this yeah. moment but uh but anyway look i i have not hid my love for jen that scene was pretty damn hot yeah. in general um you know so and props and the rain the rain that's just just what i was gonna say and jeff probst loves nothing more in the world than rain during Immunity or during tribal council. I mean, he said that he said that in interviews. Like yeah. he loves when it rains, and he was just like so into it. The smile on his face when it was raining. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, yeah, it was. I, I, I will say there is a lot of drama, especially you know from a, a, a challenge like this, especially when they can last as long as they have because these guys lasted over an hour. They were yeah up to fifty five minutes when there's like two or three of them left. Yeah, so it, I think ultimately Jeff said it was over an hour, um, and. You know, I mean, we've seen some of these things go longer. Yeah, I think uh, the longest, I saw a video today, I think the longest was over two hours. 
I forget who it was, but not for this particular challenge. Yeah. For a different challenge, or for this challenge. For this challenge, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't. I, w- I wish I had done who the record holder is, but it's like over two hours. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, uh, Joe was pretty comfortable there for quite a while, so Very. he might have lasted longer. It just it depends on if Carolyn yeah. or Jen could have lasted longer too. But uh, yeah, there's nothing like the rain giving extra drama, extra suspense, you know, and and being you know affecting the game. I was a little bit surprised that. Joe didn't throw it for himself. Um, Why? I feel like Joe already has... I don't know. He has such a big target on his back already Mm -hmm. that maybe he was like, I need to... You know, I need to save myself because I need immunity. But part of me feels like he could have, like, whispered over to Carolyn and been like... I'm going to let you get this. But I guess that can always get you kicked out anyway. That There's can no... get you kicked out. And we, as we saw, Carolyn didn't seem to trust the Red t- Tribe either. But uh, it could. I wish it could have been a way for him to gain a new person's trust, but it easily could have gotten... If someone did that before and it got them kicked out. So Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, you're showing a little too much strength here, but, you know, considering he knows... He was on yeah, the outs true. last week. I think he felt really susceptible. When he's up there, Rodney, I don't know if you heard this, Rodney is even whispering. He's like, let go, Joe. Let go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Joe it has a major target on his back. And yeah. even if he was in a dominant um, alliance, I think he would still probably fight as hard as he can. Because yeah. really, in the end, you can't get too comfortable in this game. Yeah, I think that's can. part of it, too. And uh and as we've seen, he's already shown himself. People are calling him the Golden Boy. Exactly. They're calling him the Golden Boy already, and there's still 12 people, uh, you know, still playing this, or 11 now, but still, you know, more than half are playing this yeah. game. So this game's just about halfway over. Uh, so yeah, so, you know, kudos to Joe. Uh, I think I would have put money down. I would have definitely, I would definitely would have gone with Joe, uh, mm-hmm. to win this one, but yeah. perhaps, uh, but he ends up getting immunity. He ends up getting the first individual immunity. Carolyn's, of course, upset. She wants, she wanted something to brag to her kids about, yeah. but whatever, it happens. Yeah. And, uh, so now the plan that Blue Tribe mainly had, which was to get rid of Joe, is now, um, done. Right. I, I love it when that happens. When the main plan is like, oh, and he wins immunity. Now we got to figure something else out. Now we got to come with plan B. So we see all this scrambling. So this is really interesting because as we've kind of hinted at, uh, it seems like the blues and the reds, seems like the reds, <laughs> are pretty much uh, aligned with each other or mm-hmm. they care about each other. But now we have the whites in the middle. And, and what I think is really interesting, too, is that the whites... At the very beginning of the game, when when they all got their tribe names and they all got told where they were going, it seemed like everyone just looked at the white collars with this thing like, "Oh, you yeah. guys, you guys are the guys that tell us what to do." Well, Joaquin and- was in a suit. <laughs> going back to that last week, I, I would I would I, I would probably be on white collar mm-hmm. just because of my job, but yeah. I would have seen the guy in the suit and really. Like, I would probably be on no call just for the lack of a job right now, but um <laughs> just kidding. But uh yeah, I mean I, I just find it I just find it really funny how they seem to be the ones that the other tribes kinda hated just because they, they right. have that you know, that they're status. Little, yeah. Uh and now all of a sudden like they're the ones in demand and they're the ones that aren't in danger. I mean after they weeded out three of them, but still right. um they're the ones now that everyone's playing with. Shireen said something that was so smart. I have it starred, and it was so well said. She was like, you know, there's five blue, there's four red, and there's three white. And there's three white. We need to get the blue now, otherwise they have full control for the rest of the game. Yeah. That was like, 
so eye-opening to me. It's like, that's so right. Like, if they don't, if she, that was their chance, they had to even out blue. Otherwise, it was going to be five to three to three or th- three well, to two. Well, look, as long as, as long as red and white stay aligned, they have at least, they would have had at least two votes right. to get blue out because, they, you know, as long as they're not under 10 with five blues, there's always hope. It's just a matter but of how strong, split. it's just how strong the, the, um, you know, these cross, uh, status, mm-hmm. you know, co- cross collar. I'm going to call it cross collar. Cross collar yeah. alliances are, uh, you know, because we see a few of them. I mean, the first one, obviously, we talked about already was Will. And what's interesting about that is, even though Rodney's like, I got Will, I got Will, their plan was to give Will um, a, fake a fake name and go for somebody else. Which is a brilliant move. Brilliant move to show his loyalty. Yeah. Although, well, we'll see. I mean, I, I wonder if they, if you were playing the game and they gave you a fake name. Um, would you feel like you could be trusted, they, or they could be trusted? I would be pissed, but I would be happy because I don't know what game Rodney's playing. At first, I was really mad at Rodney. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, at Rodney at or, Will. or Will? I was really mad at Will for going against his tribe. Mm. I'm worried for when the other no callers find out that Will was the one that wrote down Haley's name that he yeah. went against his tribe. But from a player standpoint. Will could be pl- could have been playing uh, the other guys to be like like to prove that he that they have his loyalty it, because now it's an individual game. I think he was willing to vote against his tribe to prove his loyalty so that he now has two tribes. But here's what's scary. Here's what's scary about that too. It's because um, this is what scared me toward tribal, and and I'm not trying to bounce the tribal, but, but we'll bring that up again. So Will gets a fake name. Will right. gets told that Haley's going home right. to put Haley's name down. And then we see a little bit later in the episode, before Tribal Council, when Jen and Haley are hanging out, and Jen finally confesses to Haley that she has the immunity idol, Jen says, I'm going to go find out who uh, who they want to go home, and I'm going to give that idol to that person. She pretty much says it more or less like that. Well, so she, she was saying, I'm going to find out if it's you or me. She if was it's like, you or me. I think she, had, she knew it was going to be one of them. Yeah. So she was like, I'm going to find out who it is. And I just thought automatically she was going to talk to like Will and Joe and see what they thought. And if Will and if Will was actually going to be um, loyal to his team, he would have said Haley, mm-hmm. and Haley would have gotten the immunity idol, and Jen would have gone home today. So Will is definitely not. I don't think Will's playing both sides. I think Will. I think Will is just like blindly saying, "Hey, you know what? Time for me to switch it. Switch it up," which I don't think is smart. Obviously, because I think. What uh, at the very least? I mean, Rodney obviously wants to betray the Blues too, and I think that's what Will likes. Yeah. But but uh, so but otherwise, if Rodney doesn't betray the Blues, Will is a sixth man in a five person alliance. So you know, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see that play out. On the other hand, uh, the Whites are well, split. Rodney, yeah. I'm interested to see who who actually has full control over Rodney. Or sorry, of Will. Because mm-hmm. I think Rodney thinks he's got Will, and I think Mike thinks he has Will. But Mike and Rodney are against each other. So when it comes down to Mike versus Rodney, whose side is Will on? I'm interested to see what happens there. Yeah. No, it's going to be really, I think it's going to be really, really interesting how, how that might play out depending on, you know, what, after what happens, uh, yeah. from this episode. So you got Will on one hand kind of floating in the wind a little bit, not telling, not really communicating. We didn't see him really communicate with any of the no callers. No one. He hasn't really, we hadn't seen him He's hanging like out with Joe. Off their tribe. Yeah. It's just weird to see him not being a part of that. On the other hand, we see, uh, Shireen. Uh, not communicating with Carolyn or I mean Carolyn doesn't like Shireen. We saw right. that last week. I don't think it's the smartest move to completely isolate Shireen, but 
you know, and and it's on one hand, Carolyn hates Shireen. On the other hand, Carolyn doesn't want to get too close to Tyler because she doesn't want right. even to think Tyler is uh, and her have an alliance. But I, which is kind of again a little weird strategy. I, I get it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like white collar is just seems completely I mean, decimated. Just, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Car- Carolyn and Tyler are together, but right. it still seems like the way they want to play it is like white collar is n- is not a tribe at all. It's just three individual yeah. people. Um, so it's interesting. And and one one note I want to bring up. I mean, Shireen again, another normal episode for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's back to normal. She's really she's really played. Uh, and you said she she's saying smart things. I mean, yeah. I mean well, we she's never a denied Yahoo executive. Yeah, we never denied she wasn't smart, but she's not. Doing the stuff that the was uh, that we saw in her previous edit, right? And um, not to again, not to jump into tribal no, too much, but yeah. uh, when she even says to Jeff, she's like, "I'm not a swing vote." Like she, I thought that was an incredibly yeah. smart move to say, "I'm not a swing vote." In other words, well, I don't know if that's a smart move because that's pretty much. I just saying, think it means that she's yeah, she's admitting she's like, "I'm officially part of the the red." The no callers. Well, she definitely didn't hide it in tribal yeah. council when when uh, when the votes were coming down. She definitely didn't hide it. But I think it's always yeah, good. Yeah. I think it's always good to assume you're a swing vote. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess that's not true because you want you want your alliance to know that you're strong with yeah. them. So I guess that's true. I don't know. It's an interesting. I never thought about that uh, in this situation. Interesting. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so we have white collar kind of separate. We have Shireen going with the no callers, and we have uh, Tyler and and Carolyn trying to. Do, I love, I love Tyler's negotiation tactics with Mike. Like, you got to give me something. Mm-hmm. You got to give me. You guys, you know, you let me down, and now you got to give me something. Yeah, he says something like, "I can't trust you." He mm-hmm. says something like, "I can't trust anybody on the blue team, but I don't know anybody from the red collar." Yeah. So what do I do? Interesting. <laughs> um, but I love that, like. When Carol, Tyler and Carolyn were talking about, they're like, we're the deciding factor tonight. And earlier in the episode, Carolyn, or Mike and Kelly were talking, and they're like, we're the deciding factor tonight. <laughs> it's like, everyone just gets so cocky. It's cockiness. But it, you never, it's, it, it's the beauty of two tribes coming together and merging and still trying to figure out where the battle lines yeah. are drawn, which I love. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much everything right before Tribal Council. We talked about Jen um, con, you know, telling Haley about the immunity idol and trying to figure out. So I got to say, first of all... Um, you know, I love this tribal council, obviously. Yeah. There was really no clue as to who was going to... I mean, we knew it was either going to be Kelly or or um, Jen, with a small possibility of Haley. Right. But um, I just find it so... I find it so interesting. I'm glad that this is a one-hour show. Like, yeah. Very thankful because it's a jam-packed, for the same way about Amazing Race. It's a one-hour show jam-packed, mm-hmm. as opposed to The Bachelor, which I'm a huge fan of. But it's two hours. I don't like two-hour shows, of personally. Nothing. Yeah. But there could be two hours of the show because every week I feel like they just like skip to the fact that, like, okay, Jen and Kelly. Like, how did they get to the, that, that decision? I, I don't understand how Jen became the target over Haley. I don't get how Kelly became the target. Last week I didn't get how Joaquin over Rodney. Like, Yeah, that's in, it's, it's a very interesting... All um, of a sudden it's just, alright, these are the people. Who's it going to be between these two? But it's never like, who from Blue... Like, I, I, I miss that discussion of... 
Yeah. No, let's definitely I want to talk about that because I really I'm really confused too as I mean I can understand why uh the blue collars wanted to go for Jen because really their choices were to go for Jen or, or Haley pretty right. much because everyone else they assumed was in their alliance. Right. Um but it didn't make as much sense for me why uh the no callers went for Kelly. Um you know, and and you know what? Right before we go, that you know what? What? It makes a little bit of sense, but yeah. I, I, more I think about it, it makes it's a very complicated strategy. But I think it makes sense. But go ahead. What well, were you after, saying? Well, after Jen and Haley, after Kelly was on their side when she was in, you know, in, in their tribe. Yeah. Post the first, post the switch up, mm-hmm. and then she went right back to Mike. So they were probably like, all right, well, if you're not going to be faithful to us, we're going to kick you out. So that's probably why Kelly was. Which is a fair. Haley and Jen chose Kelly for that reason. Which is a fair. Which makes total sense. It's a fair argument. Um, but, you know, at this point in the game, usually the smart strategy, although it might be the easy strategy, is to go for the stronger players because right. you don't want them winning too many immunity challenges. And if anything, the blue collar tribe is loaded with a lot of strong people. I mean, Kelly's strong, absolutely, but you got Rodney, you got Mike. Those are two incredibly powerful people. If, if there's a major physical challenge, they will be competing with Joe. Um, Dan is surprisingly quick, we've seen a little bit, and yeah, strong. Even though he, he might not have the body of an athlete, he definitely can hold his own. And and even that sting from the jellyfish, he's like, I ain't going home. Yeah, I'm not going yeah. home. Even if I have to pee on my on my foot, I'm not going home. Uh, so yeah, so it surprises me that they would target Kelly when you think that getting rid of the stronger people gives it, at least especially if Joe's in your alliance, yeah. you give him more opportunities to win immunity, someone on your alliance to win immunity, all that. Um, so that's why I thought it was weird. But I agree with you. I think Kelly betraying them, their mm-hmm. trust a little bit, and uh, the fact that Kelly, I don't know if they knew this, but Kelly kind of brought Carolyn. It seemed like Carolyn and Kelly really bonded. It doesn't look like Carolyn liked the, the no-callers either. Yeah. So I think I feel like Carolyn know. wanted to go with the Blues because of Kelly. So I feel like that may have been also a, a, a nice little um, linchpin to get out to yeah. maybe bring the Whites back over to the no-callers. Maybe. I don't know. Even though they have Shireen already. Um, but I love this Tribal Council. One thing that I was telling you before the the, the sh- uh, show started that I thought was really, really interesting was they kept talking about, we kept hearing them talking about everyone has a knife. Joe was saying everyone has a knife and everyone can pull it out and stab somebody else. Um, so Joe was talking about knives and then Tyler changed it to ice pick mm-hmm. and then Dan changed it to chainsaw. And I thought it was really, really interesting how each each tribe, each collar had a different tool. Right. And I wonder if, if it means anything. Yeah, well, it's, if you think about it, the no-collar the no collar person said knife, the white-collar person said ice pick, which I think is kind of like an executive, it, it kind of reminds me of like an executive, like, backstabbing type move. Uh, I was and, thinking, like, that he's rich and they go ski to ski resorts <laughs> and so they have icicles. They have ice picks. I was thinking more like an ice pick is a more like revenge, you know, is best okay. to cold type of stab, uh, you know, weapon to stab somebody with an ice pick. I don't know. It, just seemed, it, it seemed a little more elite. And but then and chainsaw is just like blue collar. It's so like, dirty. Like, yeah, you need muscles to hold on to that thing and go crazy. You, you were saying you were at the Dalton Ross report and he said. Yeah, uh, uh, Dalton was saying um, that, you know, you can't draw a line with chainsaw. You can't draw a line in the sand with chainsaw because then the sand will just go everywhere. So <laughs> he, he's so just. 
he's so funny. But uh, yeah, absolutely. So I, I thought it was really interesting to see. I, I love when we see moments like that when we see the collars, the different collars, yeah. to say something differently. And I thought that was actually beautiful. Uh, I haven't seen anyone else talk about that. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, but anyway, uh, let's see what do we got here. So I love this tribal council. As I said, I thought the most brilliant moment production-wise for me was when they made us think that there was a possibility that um, Haley, that everyone was voting for Haley instead of, well, first of all, they thought when when Jen pulled the idol out. Yeah, so everyone votes. They come back. Let's tally the votes. Yeah. Then he says, you know, if anybody needs to play the idol, Mm -hmm. play it now. We're left to wonder, is she going to do it? Does somebody else have it? Yeah. Jen plays it. Mm -hmm. Okay, then production jumps in. So smart. I, I want to know the production standpoint from this. Like, I want to know how the votes are tallied. Yeah. But pulling Haley's name first, obviously done on purpose. Uh, well, yeah, I think they usually kind of know more or less what's going to happen, and I think they have it set up or something. Uh, that, right? It has to be set up, but it's just a question of how they reset it up. Yeah. Knowing if I wonder if the, if Jen says that she's going to play the idol beforehand so that they can do it, or if they set it up one way and then Jen says the idol and they go, okay, pause, and then they have to like reset it. I'd, yeah. I would wonder no, because obviously they make it seem like Haley's going to go home so that Jen can say, oh, crap. For a second, I yeah. I should have given it to you. Yeah. We see that look on her face. And then they read <laughs> all one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Seven Jen names. Yeah, and she's just laughing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, Shireen is and laughing. Shireen is just high fiving them. All yeah. of a sudden, they're all buddy buddy. I love Everyone's I love Shireen's so now buddy buddy. Stoked and Joe too. Um, and so and obviously they didn't want to give us one ounce of a hint of who could be going home after Jen. I mean, we yeah. knew it was Kelly, but Kelly didn't know it was Kelly. Yeah. And then they read Kelly's names and. Yeah, again, a brilliant job on editing, brilliant job on production, just because, again, you know, when Jen got up, I thought she was going to give the idol to Haley, yeah. and then she didn't, and then and they read Haley's first, so I was like, oh my god, no, because I didn't want to see either of them, I didn't want to see either of them go, I was I was kind of, I like rooting for the underdog, and I felt like no callers here are definitely the yeah, underdog, like and, uh, and to see that switcheroo, and to see that happen was just... So, So, I mean, we love it when we see the idol played, and it was played to perfection by Jen. So, again, kudos. She's rapidly become my favorite. I mean, it's scary. Like, it's so early to play that idol, but... And I think I saw a lot of backlash online, like, people saying that she shouldn't play it that early, but if she didn't play she would have been sent home. Yeah. So... Absolutely. Because... So, let's talk about... Let's talk about the votes really quick. So, we know that Will voted for uh Haley. Haley. So Will's definitely on the blue side right now. And we see that Shireen voted for um she voted for, for Kelly. Kelly. So she's in with Joe and the other two no collar girls. Mm-hmm. And uh yet Carolyn and Tyler are on pretty much team blue. Yeah. So it's a really interesting dynamic and everyone seems to be against Joe. Joe's such a nice guy. He hasn't caused any trouble, but everyone's against well, Joe. He's extremely good looking and he's extremely sociable and he's extremely good at challenges. Yeah. So he's triple threat. Yeah. <laughs> triple he threat. Every yeah. Yeah. So uh and then one thing that we didn't talk about, but I noticed people in the chat room talking about it a little bit, so I want to bring it up. Uh you know, we didn't see much of Sierra this episode, yeah. but we know she's kind of on the outs too. It's and, and Rodney obviously doesn't feel secure with the blues even though he's sticking with them for now he's just waiting for the moment to stab them in the back he even said like i'm gonna have to suck it up and be mike's little bitch is what he said (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so you know it's gonna be really interesting to see how if they really stay with that team uh at all in the long run but it looks like sierra 
It's interesting because I would think that Sierra would bond with Kelly. That would also have helped Kelly to stay because Sierra might have stuck stuck with Kelly. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just thought maybe they'd have because she wasn't you know part. Of, well, she was there. I think when they um, when they voted out Lindsay, but still, I would think that maybe she could bond with Kelly more. But whatever. So that's an interesting thing to to bring up as well. Blue's not as super as strong as we think. It's not just Rodney. Sierra just was quiet for some reason yeah, this yeah, episode. Yeah. Um but that pretty much does it uh unless there's anything else I've missed. I think that pretty much does it for this episode yeah. in general. Uh but let's move on to some predictions then. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. So before we do predictions, I just want to point out that uh, there are some people who don't like to watch. I, it's one of I my like favorite parts. This. It's one of my favorite parts of the show, but um, I know there are a lot of people who don't want to be spoiled, uh, and they don't want to know what happens in the next week, and every time a promo goes on, they change it. There's actually a Facebook group um, previously on Survivor that I just joined that they forbid any promo clips. That's really funny. Yeah, they kick you out if you do a promo clip. So we're going to talk about stuff, but we did see scenes from next week's episode, so we are pulling from that. So just want to let you guys know. So this might be the time you want to tune out for a bit uh otherwise hang on uh so okay based on what we saw for next week's show what I do you see paranoia. <laughs> it's like it's like um yeah. uh, reefer madness like mm-hmm. it looked it's just craziness with idle paranoia it's almost like the blues like you kind of hinted at earlier it's almost like they forgot that yeah. the idol existed and then they reminded today that mm-hmm. people have idols and then everyone, I mean, just the way it was edited, it just shot like everyone just like looking like monkeys climbing in trees. Like everyone's just going nuts to find the idol. It, it seems like one of those episodes where the whole tribe goes crazy looking for an immunity yeah. idol. And we definitely, I, I heard Joe's name being mentioned. I think Mike was looking, it looks like they're hunting for Joe. So my guess is that Joe does not win immunity next week and that he's hunting for the idol as a last ditch okay. effort. So, which also makes me think that. Carolyn and Tyler, despite Kelly being gone, Carolyn and Tyler are still on Team Blue. Yeah. And uh, we also see some more conversations with Will and Rodney. And Rodney kind of putting, uh, you know, putting the bug in Will's ear that, you know, Mike, this was Mike's plan. This week's plan was Mike's plan and Mike was in charge and look what happens. It should be me. So we yeah. definitely see a power play with Rodney trying to win Will over from Mike. So I don't understand what that is. That, there's going to be drama there, and I'm interested to see what happens with if any, if Haley when Haley gets back to camp wondering who voted for her. And if, I think Rodney I don't know, someone's going to snitch that it was Will. I heard, yeah, someone's going to snitch that it was Will, and people are going to be pissed. If they do the arithmetic, I think they'll realize that, that one of the Reds had to have voted for, uh, for Haley. For Haley. Or, or, yeah, all the Reds voted against that. Um, do you think Joe gets the idol? How about that? No. You don't think he gets the no. idol? I'm going to say he does. Okay. I'm going to say I think he gets the idol. I, I don't I don't see him going away. I hope not. I don't see him going away. I hope not. Yeah. I think uh, my prediction for next week is that Rodney's going to switch over to buddy up with some of the no-collar people and that either Mike, Sierra, or Dan is out next week. Mike, Sierra, or Dan? That's Mike. One of those three is out next week. I'm going to say Mike. Uh, out of those three, I would think Mike would be the most likely one because he seems to be the one that, that's stirring up the most. And Rodney would be on board with that. Yeah, I think Rodney's going to try to get Will to yep. go over to Haley. Yep. Okay, awesome. So that pretty much wraps up our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jeff, where can we find you during the week? You can hit me up at Jeff underscore Thurm. 
Right. Right. Love to hear from you. Awesome. And you can hit me up on uh, Twitter and AfterBuzz. Twitter and AfterBuzz. Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also catch us here on a bunch of different shows. You do Reality Roundup here at AfterBuzz, right? Reality uh, Reunion. Yeah. Reality Reunion. And uh, I do a bunch of other shows here. Uh, please comment, rate uh, us uh, on iTunes. And thanks again. Thanks Tune for watching. in next week. See you guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.